The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I got the authority, the Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down. It's a bevy, a Devi. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty, I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits from, from concrete to two lit. Number one, see, this is it. Pedal to metal is lit. I swear I, 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 I got the authority. The Devi Authority. What's up, guys, and welcome into the Devi Authority, coming to you through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. Today, I'll be hitting on all the notable games from week five and nearly every relevant Devi player you can think of. Before we dive in, I need to ask a favor. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps us get through the algorithm so the show can reach more people. All of us at TFA would really appreciate it. So let's go ahead and dive into week five. We'll start with number 25, go all the way to number one, and even hit on a few unranked games that matter to us in fantasy football. So number 25, Clemson, defeats Boston College 19-13. to So the good in this game, Clemson running back Kobe Pace filling in for Will Shipley, 21 touches, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Ngata, four catches for 111 yards. The bad in this game, DJ Uyangalele, yet again, disappointing us 13 of 28 so not even 50 percent completion percentage 207 yards through the air and no touchdowns so dju continuing to do absolutely nothing uh zay flowers on the other end for boston college continues to be solid puts up five catches for 70 yards so let's move on to number 24 wake forest they defeat louisville 37 to 34 in a tightly contested game in the acc there uh, the good in this game, Ja'Cory Roberson for, for Wake Forest had six catches for 135 receiving yards. And then uh, Trevion Cooley, the freshman running back I like a lot at Louisville, had 12 touches for 86 yards. So staying there in the ACC, uh, North Carolina State, number 23, defeats Louisiana Tech, 34-27. to 27. Uh, The good in this game, North Carolina State's running backs, uh, Zonovan Knight and Ricky Person. Knight puts up 13 for 85 and a rushing touchdown. And then Person puts up 15 for 90 and a rushing touchdown himself. So nice showing for NC State putting up a win. Should stay in the top 25 this week. Moving down to the SEC, number 22, Auburn defeats LSU 24 to 19. Kayshawn Boutte continues to do his thing. Six catches, 127 receiving yards, one touchdown. Bo Nix with a bounce back game after getting pulled last week. 255 passing yards and a touchdown. Also, 74 rushing yards on the ground and a touchdown as well. Tank Bigsby in this game, though, just nine carries for 27 yards, three yards per carry. His backup, true freshman Jarquez Hunter, six carries for 65 yards and a rushing touchdown. So Bigsby struggles with three yards per carry. Hunter puts up 10 yards per carry and gets in the end zone. You know, interesting game there for Auburn on the ground, but big win for them in conference against LSU. So number 20, UCLA falls to Arizona State. Arizona State with a big win, picking up the win 42-23 to over UCLA. 
The good in this game is both of the mobile quarterbacks. So Jaden Daniels for Arizona State, Dorian Thompson-Robinson for UCLA, both of them over 300 total yards, both to the air and on the ground. Um, Arizona State's running backs, Rashad White and Diamante Trainum combined for three rushing touchdowns. Uh, Greg Dolchitz for UCLA, nine catches for 136 yards. And then Zach Charbonnet had 21 carries for 89 rushing yards himself. Number 19, Oklahoma State defeats number 21, Baylor, 24 to 14. This game was not really a uh, a game where there was a big box score guy in there. Uh, really, the best player in this game was Jalen Warren from Oklahoma State. He carried the ball 36 times for 125 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Hawaii pulls the upset on number 18, Fresno State. So Jake Hayner is human. He finally has a bad game this season. Um, like I said, Fresno State losing 27-24 to to Hawaii. Hayner throws for 388 yards through the air like he's been doing, but turns the ball over four times with four interceptions. Um, his big receiver, Jalen Cropper, had five catches for 73 yards and a touchdown, so a serviceable day for him. But the turnovers bite Jake Hayner, and Fresno State goes down to Hawaii. Number 17, Michigan State defeats Western Kentucky 48 to 31. Kenneth Walker for Michigan State continuing to play well. 24 carries, 136 yards, and three rushing touchdowns. And then Bailey Zapp for Western Kentucky, 46 of 64 for 488 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. So just a massive game through the air for him. Number 16, Coastal Carolina. So Grayson McCall, we, you know, we're reporting on Carolina every week, really, just to talk about his numbers. And man, this week, perfect. 13 of 13 for 212 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Now, he did leave this game early. Doesn't seem that he has a serious injury or anything. He, I believe he's already announced that he's going to play this week. But, you know, a perfect game for McCall before leaving a little bit early. His best receiver this week was the tight end there, who's having a very under-the-radar great season there at Coastal Carolina, and it's Isaiah Likely. He had five catches for 98 yards and two touchdowns and has NFL size, so keep your eye on Isaiah Likely as a sleeper. Number 15, Texas A&M loses to Mississippi State 26-22. to Will Rogers, Mississippi State's quarterback, with a monster day through the air. 408 passing yards, three touchdowns, with the majority of that going to his receiver, Makai Polk. 13 catches, 126 yards, and two receiving touchdowns. On the other end of the ball, Isaiah Spiller did his thing. 16 rushes for 100 yards. And then Jalen Weidemeyer and Jaden Wally each got in the end zone with a receiving touchdown for each side, respectively. Number 14, Michigan defeats Wisconsin 38 to 17. And despite the 38 for Michigan, no one on Michigan really had a stat line that's worthy of talking about. Uh, Wisconsin, though, is the bad in this game. 210 total yards. They couldn't get anything going on the ground, and Graham Mertz continues to be terrible. Number 13, BYU defeats Utah State 34 to 20. And Taylor, uh, Tyler Algier, oh my gosh, 22 carries. 218 yards and three rushing touchdowns. So just a monster game for him as he continues to just light it up. Number 11, Ohio State defeats Rutgers 52 to 13. So I feel like a lot of people thought Ohio State could, could struggle in this game, but, you know, not so much. C.J. Stroud really silenced the doubters with this one. 330 yards passing, five touchdowns, and no interceptions. So, it looks like if there was quarterback controversy at Ohio State that it's over. C.J. Stroud looks to be the guy there. 
Uh, Trevion Henderson continuing to do his thing. Eight carries for 71 yards and a rushing touchdown. Seems like every time he touches the ball, it's going for quite a bit of yards. And then the receivers for Ohio State. Um, Chris Olave, five receptions, 119 yards and two receiving touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, three catches, 71 yards and a receiving touchdown. And then the tight end, Jeremy Ruckert, got in on the party this week with four for 40 and a touchdown himself. So here's an upset that I love to see. Kentucky beats Florida 20 to 13. So number 10, Florida goes down in conference to Kentucky. Uh, really the only players in this game to talk about as far as a stat line and a pretty low scoring game. Kentucky's running back, Chris Rodriguez, 19 carries, 99 yards and a rushing touchdown. And then Wandale Robinson, who's really flying up the charts as a wide receiver this year, uh, four catches, 65 yards and a touchdown for Kentucky. So big time upset in the SEC. Florida goes down. Number seven, Cincinnati takes care of business against number nine, Notre Dame, 24 to 13. Cincinnati showing they can play with the big dogs. Desmond Ritter, their quarterback, just a tremendous game, 323 total yards and three touchdowns. And again, leading his team to victory against a program as prestigious as Notre Dame. For Notre Dame, Michael Mayer still did his thing, eight catches for 93 yards through the air. Looks to be the, the hands down the best tight end in the country. And then Kyron Williams, Notre Dame's running back, had 16 touches for 64 yards and a touchdown. So just kind of a middle-of-the-road game for him. So big win for Cincinnati. Number six, Oklahoma defeats Kansas State 37-31. to So another close one for Oklahoma. Kansas State side, Deuce Vaughn, big day for him. 25 touches, 155 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Kennedy Brooks for Oklahoma, 15 carries, 91 yards, and a rushing touchdown. So... He was the lead man in the backfield over Eric Gray. Uh, Marvin Mims had four catches for 71 yards. And then we got to know what Spencer Rattler did. Uh, 243 pass yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. So, again, a another week, another game that's not clean from Spencer Rattler. Hopefully he cleans some of this stuff up going forward. Number five, Iowa just lays it on Maryland, 51-14. to And this is a game where on the Maryland side, I think a lot of people were excited to see this offense. Um, Talia Tagovailoa has played tremendous this year. And, you know, I, I heard some, some people saying he could get some first round buzz if he came out and played well against Iowa, which I thought was a, a little aggressive, but, you know, definitely not out of the realm of possibility if this score was the other way. Uh, but, but Talia did not deliver in this game, five interceptions. So just a terrible game for Tagovailoa. Um, his top receiver so far this year, Dante Demas, Terrible leg injury. I, I'm sure you guys have seen the video by now, but just an absolutely nasty, serious leg injury for Demas. You know, so not Maryland's night. You know, they lose one of their best players to injury and then, you know, five interceptions for Tagovailoa. On the Iowa side, Tyler Goodson had a big game, 21 touches for 151 yards and a touchdown. And then their tight end, Sam Laporta, with a good game, five catches for 49 yards. Number four, Penn State shuts out Indiana 24 to nothing. So a low scoring affair. Uh, Jahan Dotson obviously was the star for Penn State, eight catches for 84 yards and two touchdowns, just continuing a tremendous 2021 season for him. And then for Indiana, even though they didn't score, uh, Peyton Hendershot had a good game, five catches for 88 yards for them. So number three, Oregon goes down to Stanford. Stanford pulls the upset, beating Oregon 31 to 24. Stanford's new quarterback, Tanner McKee, uh, 230 pass yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So super clean game from him. Uh, the bad in this game is Oregon's running back. C.J. Verdell goes down to injury, a serious injury, too. It looks like they've lost him for the year. 
The guy that will be filling in for him, Travis Dye, had 23 touches for 135 yards. So it seems like, you know, not too bad as far as what's behind, what's behind Verdell. Dye's been pretty productive when he's played. But nonetheless, a, a loss on, on the scoreboard this week for Oregon. While they're the number three team in the country, that's not good. And then and then they lose probably their best offensive player as well. So not a good week to be an Oregon Duck. Number two, Georgia shuts out Arkansas. Number eight, Arkansas at that. So a top 10 team getting shut out by Georgia. And this is not a surprise. So the good in this game is Georgia's defense, who is only giving up 4.6 points per game this year. That's right. Less than five points per game. This Georgia defense is nasty, and Georgia is absolutely right there with Alabama in the race for best team in the country because of this defensive unit. The bad in this game, the exact opposite, Arkansas's offense. They could do absolutely nothing, and I think that's more of a credit to Georgia's defense than it is a detriment to Arkansas's offense. So the big thing with Georgia is we want to know what these running backs are doing. Uh, James Cook, 12 rushes for 87 yards. Zamir White, 16 carries, 68 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Kendall Milton, 12 carries, 48 yards, and a touchdown. So that three-headed monster Georgia there. It, it, it seems like the splits have been pretty consistent this year. The one thing pretty different this week is, is Cook was not really involved in the passing game. But, uh, again, Georgia was in control of this thing the whole time. You know, not much need to pass the ball. So we'll keep our eye on that Georgia running back trio and see how the, the carries split throughout the year. But, you know, man, that that defensive unit is something else. Number one, Alabama uh, lives up to expectations. And man, Ole Miss kind of let down a little bit. There was a lot of people thinking that Ole Miss could pull this upset. Um, you know, this could be Matt Corral just claiming the Heisman early on with this one. And, and that's not the way it went. Um, Alabama wins this one pretty easily. 42 to 21 over Ole Miss. Uh, Matt Corral didn't play that bad. I mean, he had 213 pass yards, no interceptions, did throw a touchdown pass. I believe he was 21 of 29, so pretty good completion percentage. He just didn't make the big plays that, that you know, a Heisman winner would make in a game like this. Uh, on the other end of that, Bryce Young, you know, not his best game either. You know, it wasn't as good as he's played this year. He had 241 pass yards. He had two touchdown passes. He did have an interception. So not his best performance either. But these two quarterbacks are, are, are probably going to be at the Heisman uh, presentation at the end of the year. You know, I, I believe Vegas released the odds and these are the two Heisman favorites. And, you know, I, I think it would have been more fun to see them play a little bit later in the season. But, you know, both of these guys are studs and, and, and they're going to continue to put up big numbers all year. The good in this game, uh, Brian Robinson for Alabama carried the ball 36 times, ran for 171 yards and got in the end zone four times. So what a massive game for Brian Robinson. The bad in this game is Jace McClellan injured out for the year. So Alabama loses McClellan for the year. So maybe we see more of games like this from Brian Robinson where he's cracking 30 carries. So let's look at some unranked games that caught my eye this week. So you guys know I'm going to talk about the Vols when I get a chance. Tennessee beat Missouri 62-24 to this week. That's right, 62. Tennessee scored eight touchdowns in an SEC game. So Tyon Evans rushed for 156 yards and three touchdowns on 15 carries. And then Hendon Hooker had 305 total yards as the quarterback with four touchdowns. So just a monster performance by Tennessee in, in the first year under Josh Heupel. In a conference game, it is Missouri, but man, I haven't seen Tennessee look that good in a conference game in a long time, so I'm excited. So move back over to players that, that matter a little more to us for, for fantasy going forward. Let's look at that Pittsburgh-Georgia Tech game. Pittsburgh absolutely houses Georgia Tech 52-21. to 21. 
And Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison are on a mission this year for Pitt. Kenny Pickett, 389 pass yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, six catches, 117 yards, and a touchdown of that going to Jordan Addison. So those guys absolutely continue to deliver. And then Jameer Gibbs, a really weird game. He had negative rushing yards, but had six catches for 125 yards receiving. So Georgia Tech's just a weird team. Jameer Gibbs is such a stud. And uh, it's just I think it's going to frustrate us seeing how Georgia Tech uses him while we're waiting on him to get to the NFL. So let's go over to North Carolina, uh, the North Carolina Duke game. We're really just looking at this game to talk about the North Carolina guys. Uh, Sam Howell had 321 passing yards, three touchdowns and no interceptions. Josh Downs had eight catches for 168 yards and a receiving touchdown as North Carolina beat Duke 38 to seven. So here's a more exciting game, Texas against TCU. And we're really just touching on this game for the two running backs. Texas beats TCU 32-27. to Bijan Robinson, 35 carries, 216 yards rushing, and two rushing touchdowns. Monster game for Bijan. And then on the other side, Zach Evans for TCU, 15 carries for 113 yards and a rushing touchdown. So both these guys are absolutely electric. Could be the top two backs in the 2023 class. At worst, they're they're both in the top four. Um, just, you know, th- these guys are studs. Get them on your Debbie rosters if they're not already. And then the last game I want to touch on is the USC-Colorado game. So USC beats Colorado 37-14. to Drake London continues his dominance this year with nine catches for 130 yards and a receiving touchdown. Keontae Ingram rushes 14 times for 124 yards. For a, so a good game on the ground for Ingram. Uh, Keaton Slovis, 275 yards passing, three touchdowns and no picks. And then freshman Michael Trigg, the, the, the big tight end, gets in the end zone with a 46-yard touchdown catch. So that was pretty exciting. And then just a couple other notables. We won't touch on the games just because the games were irrelevant. But David Bell had another big week, six catches for 120 yards. Jalen Tolbert had six catches for 143 yards for South Alabama. Brees Hall had a big game rushing, 17 carries for 123 yards and two touchdowns. And then Malik Willis over at Liberty, uh, 287 pass yards and a touchdown through the air and 144 rush yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So that's all I've got for an exciting week five of college football. Please leave a rate and review for the podcast. It helps us grow and reach more people. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority and follow me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. Looking forward to uh, interacting with you guys in the Fantasy Authority Discord. Um, If you're not in there, please jump in there to where we can get to know you guys a little bit better and interact with you more on a one-on-one basis. But other than that, that's all I got this week. We'll catch you next time. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty. I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits from, from concrete to tulip. Number one seed, this is it. Pedal to metal, it's lit. I swear I, 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 I got the authority. The Devi authority. This pot is just more to me. The Devi authority going way up. Taking my opponents down, ain't going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah.